It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to 2024. As always, in the month of January, I do a 31-day series entitled 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. In the month of January 2024, we'll be doing that, and today is day one. This year, I'm going to open with some of the key speeches from the Department of Justice in 2023 and how those speeches really portend what DOJ enforcement will look like and equally importantly, what you as a compliance professional will need to do to respond to these new DOJ initiatives. While there were, of course, multiple FCPA enforcement actions from 2023, I really think these speeches from the Department of Justice portend uh, where the DOJ is going with enforcement and give us greater insight to what their expectations were going to be. So we're going to uh, start this month by looking at these key speeches and other initiatives from the Department of Justice, and then we'll move into how you can respond for your compliance program. I know you'll enjoy this month of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, and I know you'll find it informative. Day 5, Kenneth Polite on clawbacks. Also in March of 2023, Kenneth Polite gave a significant speech on clawbacks. In this speech, Polite stated, the clawback policy was developed to promote innovative approaches to compensation, which would shift the burden of corporate malfeasance away from uninvolved shareholders onto those more directly responsible. He believes that companies should ensure that executives and employees who are personally involved in the conduct should be those who are punished as nothing grabs attention or demands personal investment like having skin in the game through direct and tangible financial incentives. This led the criminal division to develop guidance guidance on how to reward corporations with compliance promoting compliance programs. The clawback initiative has two parts. First, every corporate resolution involving the criminal division will now include a requirement that the resolving company developed compliance promoting criteria for its compensation and bonus system. Second is the creation of a three-year pilot program under which the criminal division will provide fine reductions to companies who seek clawback compensation from corporate wrongdoers. Finally, the DOJ has added some real benefit for companies which follow these prescripts. First is that any company which resolves a FCPA violation will pay the applicable fine minus a reserved credit equaling the amount of compensation the company is attempting to claw back from culpable executives. Additionally, if the company succeeds and recoups compensation from a responsible employee, the company gets to keep that clawback money and also doesn't have to pay the amount it recovered. Finally, if the company's efforts at clawbacks are not successful or completed during the pendency of the investigation up to the settlement, the pilot program will ensure that those who pursue clawbacks in good faith are, are, but are unsuccessful are still eligible to receive a fine reduction. All of those efforts are designed to shift the burden of corporate wrongdoing away from shareholders who frequently pay no role, play no role in the misconduct, 
onto those directly responsible. This emphasis is clearly designed to encourage companies who do not already factor compliance into compensation to retool their programs and get ahead of the curve. Polite provided more detail on the new clawback initiative. He said, as to clawbacks for companies that fully cooperate with our investigation and timely and appropriately remediate the the misconduct, they may receive an additional fine reduction if the company has implemented a program to recoup compensation and, and uses that program. We expect companies that use these programs to address not only employees who engage in wrongdoing in connection with their conduct under investigation, but also those who's had supervisory authority over employees or business areas engaged in the misconduct knew of or were willfully blind to the misconduct. Expanding on the benefits for an organization, he stated, if a company meets these factors and in good faith has initiated the process to recover such compensation at the time of resolution, our prosecutors will accord an additional fine reduction equal to the amount of any compensation that is recouped within the resolution term. Finally, if a company's good faith efforts are unsuccessful by the time the resolution term ends, our prosecutors will have the discretion to accord a fine reduction of up to 25% of the amount of the compensation sought. Polite did leave room for companies to weigh a variety of factors in bringing clawback a clawback claim. He noted, we are not trying to incentivize waste. To the contrary, companies should make an assessment about the potential cost to shareholders and prospect of success of clawback litigation given any applicable laws and weigh it against the value of recoupment and proceed in accordance with the stated corporate policies on executive compensation. This pilot program will be in effect for three years, allowing us to gather data and assess the effectiveness and also aid other components and offices in considering this important issue. Any litigation is always fraught with unknowns, both known and unknown. Given the imbroglio involving the DOJ and cognizant technologies over the DOJ prosecution of former executives, the road to any successful clawback will be fraught with peril. Additionally, it is not clear how far companies of the DOJ will push for clawbacks for those who had supervisory authority over the employees or business area engaged in the misconduct. However, you can rest assured if scope creep comes in, it could be in a wide group. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the clawback policy was developed to promote innovative approaches to compensation. Once again, demonstrating compliance, we're only limited by our imagination. Number two, clawbacks will include those who had supervisory authority over the employees or business area engaged in the misconduct and knew of or were willfully blind to the misconduct. And number three, how far will the DOJ push companies to move for clawbacks and how far down the chain will it go? I hope you'll join me tomorrow where we take a look at the new mergers and acquisition safe harbor policy. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.